When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on Edmonton Sports Leader, 630 Chad. Okay, so it is Ottawa pounding the Capitals tonight, 6-1 with six and a half minutes left in the third period. Early in the third, Detroit up 4-2 on the Penguins. Your scoreboard update for Cougar Pain Collision, our family helping your family for 40 years. Baseball playoffs tonight. It is the Astros trying to get in the win column against the Rangers. Now 5-2. Uh, 5-2 for the Astros. That game is into the sixth. The Rangers won the first two games on uh, the road, trying to now win a home game. All right. We will, we're going to give away an Inside Sports Canton Ham shirt a little bit later on. The question will, for uh, we'll have to know trivia, the, the question will center around the 2003 Heritage Classic. And perhaps you should know a little bit about the Oilers roster. I'll just That's enough of a teaser. I've pretty much given you the answer. So we'll give away that before 8 o'clock tonight. You'll hear from uh, Stu Ballantyne about some of the Heritage Classic setup and other events going on as part of the lead-up. But he joins us every couple of weeks here on Inside Sports. Former Edmonton Oiler, now doing a great job as a broadcaster. He is presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. It is Luke Gazdick. Luke, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good, Reed. How you doing, buddy? Well, I'm doing very well. And oil country feeling a little better after 6-1 last night. Did you ever have a, a team that you could do to consistently what Leon does to the Predators? <laughs> No, I never had those. <laughs> not any level? I, I, you know, I'd say like, not in the terms of goals, but I truly feel the sense of like, there were some buildings where you just felt good in. And, you know, off the top of my head, I'm, I can't think of one. Definitely like in the minors a little more. I'm trying to think in the NHL, but there's just some buildings you feel comfortable in. And for Leon, that just seems like it's a music city, man. Like just electric every time he goes there, including last night. Well, he's a big storyline out of last night. And I think Jack Campbell is as well. I mean, over 40 shots against, and I mean, there were parts of the game where Nashville had a little bit of a push. I think the first game of the season was a disaster for everybody. If you consider the other four times Campbell has played. And yes, I know three of them were in the preseason, He's, but he's only allowed one goal in each of those games and had over 32 shots in each of those games. I thought he looked very calm last night. Yeah, he was outstanding. And I think that Vancouver game, we're going to start classifying as a bit of an outlier because he's been outstanding on the road. I've noticed that, you know, it's trending upwards in um, him playing better on the road and starting on the road. But those first eight minutes of the game, that's been their biggest problem, right? Is a lot of these goals go in so early and then they're chasing it from behind every night in these games. And it's like, those are the most important. The first five, 10 minutes, the first five, 10 shots. It's like, if you could get a couple saves, a couple 
big saves early, what that does for your bench and your locker room is like unquantifiable. Honestly, it's like, it just gives them that much of a boost and it's just great. They spotted him a couple and, and then he can just kind of go to work and he doesn't have to feel that pressure. Um, once they get up for a rip or whatever it was, you can even see, and he, he just ha- looked more calm in the net. He wasn't scrambling. He was very poised, back in his net, and confident. He he looked outstanding last night, Reed. Yeah, I, I thought he looked really good as well. We'll see if they go back to him tomorrow against the Philadelphia Flyers. Had a little bit of uh, fun last night talking about McDavid's goal um, because uh, certainly some reaction that it was one of his best. And my colleague Rob Brown said, well, like it looked cool, but it was almost more like right place, right time you know, after he spun around. He said still difficult, but he didn't really have to uh, go through three guys or or pick a corner. Like Brownie said, the goals where he goes up over the goalie's shoulder from a sharp angle are more impressive. Uh, where do you rate that one for degree of difficulty and I guess degree of spectacularness? <laughs> Oh, it's up there for sure. I don't know if it's top five, top 10, whatever you want to call it, but I don't know how if people realize how hard it is to do a full 360 spin and then get back up and not lose any speed. Like I was falling down all the time when I played and like even just getting down and getting back up, it just didn't seem like he lost any momentum. And with Connor, man, like we talk about this all the time, but it's like, Every goal, it just gets more and more unique and more creative. It's like he continues to find ways to impress us as fans and, and listeners and viewers of the team and, and of the game of hockey. It's like, oh, look what Connor did again last night. So it's a big one for him too. I think it was nice for him to, uh, you know, get that. I'm not saying he dropped any confidence, but he had tons of chances on Saturday at home versus Van. And it was nice to see him pot one last night. Luke Gazik joining us then at Inside Sports. Well, I think another story, too, was Warren Fogle got moved up in the lineup and it picked up a goal and an assist. Yeah, I love that. We talked about that on pregame on, on Sportsnet last night, that I thought the lines looked more balanced out in the top three, which sounds crazy when you're putting your two best players on the same line. But... I've mentioned this a couple times, and I love wingers on their strong sides. I know Warren Fogle, I think Louie talked about it in the broadcast, was saying, you know, he he does feel comfortable, like he loves playing on his off wing. Don't You're not going back there. Stay on your strong side for a bit. I know as a winger, like coming back in your own zone and playing most of the game on your backhand isn't easy. Even driving the net on your backhand, like he is going to have so many chances to score if he continues to play the way he does and he plays with Nuge and Hyman because Hyman, first four checker in, wins puck battles, will get you the puck. Nuge, with his skill, his his vision, um, and, and his hockey sense, like, this guy's going to get chances. And it was nice to see him finally finish a couple of those last night, but I like the balanced touch of the top three. Load the top one up. Let them go to work early. That third line who had moments at times, I thought they could have been a, a, you know, a little better, a little more jump on the third line, but that that's your pro, your prototypical checking line with Dylan and, and Clowder and Brownie. I like that line as a checking line to get in. So I like the way the three lines are, are developed now and, you know, hopefully they can continue that uh, chemistry that they found because they were on it last night. Yeah, how, how? I mean, there's talk about Connor Brown going to need some time to get back up to speed. Ten to twenty games. Like, is that is that a fair? 
I mean, basically he didn't play for a full year. I, I know he was active and, and skating and stuff, but in terms of getting really back up to the flow of game speed, do you, do you agree that that does take a while, even if you're over your injury? Yeah, I think it's going to take a little bit more time than people thought, especially because he did look pretty good in preseason. Uh, he had he had some jump, obviously had a couple goals, um, but I would say ten to twenties, maybe pushing it. I think he's going to start to start to evolve here. Uh, missing a full year is not easy. I've never done that in my career. I've missed you know months at a time and even months at a time getting back up to game speed and game conditioning too is not an easy thing so he's going to get better every game i think as we go here he i don't want to say that he has a simple job because he doesn't and i know a lot of eyes are on him but just keep simplifying his game get to the net be like zach hyman go be first four checker win puck battles get the puck to holly get the puck to mcleod uh, or whoever his line mates are but i think it is going to take a little uh, a little bit of time here but not as not as much time as like t- even 10 to 20 games sounds like we're pushing it okay all right uh heritage classic is coming up we were talking uh off air you you did not play in an outdoor game but somebody said to me, and I want to get your take on this. This is one of the cynical members of our media core. I won't identify this person, but he said, this will probably be the first game. The, a lot of these guys have ever played outside. Nobody has an outdoor rink experience anymore. Uh, and I was like, well, I don't know. I said, I, I did when I was a little kid, but uh, I'm way older than these guys in the NHL. Uh, like, did you actually play on an outdoor rink when you were a kid or was it all covered like even if you went and did casual stuff oh i'm looking at my backyard right now this is where i grew up skating and playing was <laughs> my dad flooding a i don't know 20 by 30 foot rink in the backyard out there every night with a big green garbage pail you know had the plywood up for us i had two brothers that's where i learned to play and then even here in toronto like as I was a teenager, there's so many public rinks outside. We would just go and play pickup with me and my buddies. Uh, Otter Creek, North Toronto, anyone from Toronto people listening will know exactly what I'm talking about. We would, we would go out after school and just bring skate sticks, gloves and go, go mess around. So whether you've played in an outdoor, like, Heritage Classic or Winter Classic. I know they've been around since, what, 2007. Whether some guys haven't played in that, I guarantee you that guys have skated on ponds and rinks in their hometowns or wherever wherever you're coming from. That was a... Those are core memories of my childhood. Yeah, that's awesome. So I, I did. I don't think you've told that. But your dad was one of those dads that made a rink, eh? Right in the backyard. Like how yeah, big was soon, it? Would he would he paint lines on it and all the no, boards, no, all that no type lines. Of stuff? I okay. no lines. I want to call it twenty by yeah, twenty by thirty, fifteen by thirty. But he had bigger plywood in the back and then shorter two by fours uh, to round it out. And I all I remember it vividly. This big crappy green garbage bin like a full-size one that he'd stand there and he'd fill up with the hose pour it over and then you know kind of uh kind of sprinkle it around and make sure that it was good for me and my brothers and as soon as uh winter months started we were out there all the time battling i had a younger brother and and an older brother and we were out there all the time man my i can't thank my dad enough for having that for me i remember faking sick some days for school telling mom my temperature was high just so i could stay home and rip shots on the backyard rink <laughs> that's awesome not that we encourage that necessarily yeah stay in school kids <laughs> all right luke uh, always a pleasure 
Uh, enjoy the upcoming games here at the Heritage Classic, and we'll connect in a couple of weeks, buddy. Always appreciate it. For sure, Reed. Talk then. That is Luke Gazdick staying in school for Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Good to have Luke on the show. So he was pretty impressed by the uh, McDavid goal, while uh, others of us, uh, not poo-poo it, but aren't as impressed by it. Anyway, good win for the Oilers, 6-1, and now they go on to Philadelphia tomorrow. All right, now... Uh, this I, I just want to clarify. This is going to be a trivia question about the Heritage Classic. We are not giving away Heritage Classic tickets. I, I think other shows have that. We are not so blessed. But we only have 14 listeners. So we don't get to give away as much stuff. Uh, but we can give away the coveted, one-of-a-kind, Inside Sports Canned Ham t-shirts. So 780-496-0063. I'll ask the question after the break. Uh, I didn't, now, again, again, Jeff, nobody may call in for this. In that case, you get the shirt. I can just fake the phone call. I can call us. <laughs> it's, it's, Jeff, the call's coming from inside the building. Yeah, my name is Jack. <laughs> my name is, what would be your name, last, what would be your name backwards? Fiog, Fiog, yeah, no, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's better than what I normally get. Jeff with a G. I am, yes, yes. All right, Uh, it's it'll be you'll have to identify somebody from the Oilers roster from the 2003 Heritage Classic. Not a prominent name. If that gives a hint about the question, 780-496-0063. You'll also hear about some other big events going on next week to lead up to the Heritage Classic. It's Inside Sports on Chet. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. Classic track. This would be one of my 10 favorite songs of all time. Top 10. Video 2. I love the cars. I have all their uh, albums on vinyl still. Oddly enough, that song produced by Mutt Lang the hit maker who produced a lot of Def Leppard, the big Brian Adams album, a lot of Shania, a lot of he touch, what he touches turns into a hit. Uh, Back in Black by ACDC, he produced that album. Anyway, people are like, uh, when did this become a music show? It didn't. We're just talking about a lot of stuff, including giving away Inside Sports canned ham T-shirts. There are three people who are either interested in having a shirt or who just like trivia. So I'm going to tell you, here's the order. And because we actually had more than one person call, I'm going to ask a second trivia question. So if you're in the line and you don't get the first one, I'll ask another one so we can try to give away two shirts. Does our system, can our system support that, Jeff? Do we the have system the people, can. I don't know if I can. We right. have the people sewing the shirts right now as we speak. If you watched Only Murders in the Building, it's like the women who helped Ben Glenroy in season three. Okay, I'll just leave it at that. That's a great show, by the way. I haven't seen the show, but is that what happens in that room I'm not allowed to go into in the back corner there? Is that where they're where making the, the t-shirts? Are sewed? Yeah. Yes, that's the room. Okay. Yes, that's where the 630 Chad uh, Taylor and Seamstress Yeah, live. haven't given me the key to that one yet. <laughs> All right, so Rob's first. So I'm not putting you on air yet, Rob. This is... Somebody will know it because Oilers fans are very knowledgeable. I don't think I would have known this one, though, because it is an obscure 
NHL player and a very obscure Oiler because he didn't play a lot for Edmonton at all. Who was the Oilers' backup goaltender in the 2003 Heritage Classic? Ty Conklin played a goal in the game. Uh, but who was the Oilers' backup goaltender? Again, not a big name with the Oilers or elsewhere. Rob dropped off the line. He's not even going to try. <laughs> I just was about to put him on, and he dropped off the line. I'm sorry, Rob. See, Jeff, I honestly hate upset upsetting people like that. I want them to win. Okay, he's calling back. Can you cue him up or not? Or do I have to do it? No, oh, you did it. Okay. All right. I think this is the same Rob. Rob, who was the Oilers' backup goaltender in the 2003 Heritage Classic? UC Markkinen. That's a really good guess. It was not, Rob. I'm sorry, and I do appreciate that you listen to the show, and I hope now you don't hate me. I don't know. I disconnected myself, so I'm the... Um, <laughs> okay. How'd you feel about the game last night? Uh, it was nice to see. Uh, got some of the bounces that they didn't get against Vancouver. I'm... I'm, I'm not worried in the least. I know they'll be fine. So Right on. Thank uh, you, Rob. That's why they play. You, do. you bet. Cheers. Okay. Who was the Oilers' backup goalie in the 03 Heritage Classic? Mike, he's an obscure guy. Do you know who it was? Would it have been uh, Matthew Guerin? That's another excellent guess, but it was not Matthew Guerin. This guy played a total of 13 minutes in net for the Edmonton Oilers. John, who was the Oilers' backup goalie in the 03 Heritage Classic? <laughs> All right, John, I'm going to give you another chance. Just turn your radio down, and we'll bring you back on. Let's try it again. John, go ahead. Okay, sorry, John. Uh, Kevin, who was the backup goalie in the 03 Heritage Classic? Kevin, are you there? Kevin, you're up. Again, if people are listening to Inside Sports thinking that this is going off the rails, know everybody, this is a normal show. Uh, Dennis, please have the answer. Tommy Sallow? It was not Tommy Sallow. Another good guess. Um, is this a different mic than before? Do we know? Okay, Jordy's next, actually. Jordy, who was it? It was Steve Valiquette. It was Steve Valiquette. Now, Jordy, just by going by the sound of your voice, it, it strikes me that you may have not been alive for the 03 Heritage Classic. <laughs> and that is correct. So did you look this up on the fly? Uh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. I am an Oilers super fan, so I know a lot about the Oilers. <laughs> okay, good stuff. Are you, are you going to next week's Heritage Classic? Yes, I am. Uh, have you been to any game? Well, there's only one game this year. Do you go to a lot no, of games? I, uh, not usually. All right. So what were you thinking after 0-2? Were you in panic mode or were you okay? Uh, I don't know. I, I think Vancouver, they're, they're a better team now. And they go, like nobody can compare to Quinn Hughes on the Oilers. Oh, he's exceptional. Very, that is very true. They're, and there's a reason they made him captain because not just his play style, but he's also a great leader. Jordy, I'm glad you won, and I'm, I'm glad you listened to the show. I need the next generation of people to listen to the show, kind of like Star Trek, the next generation. All right, can you hang on the yeah. line? Yeah. All right, so the, the bonus question is, uh, the Oilers lost that game 4-3 to the Canadians. Name somebody who scored a goal for either team. Name somebody who scored a goal. Uh, we will go back to Mike. Mike, name somebody who scored a goal for either team in the 03 Heritage Classic. Uh, go with Sackle Koivu. 
You know what? That's a good guess. Uh, and he did play in the game and was held off the score sheet. I would have guessed him as well. That's a good try. Uh, Victor, name somebody who scored a goal in the 03 Heritage Classic. Either team. Uh, that'd be Eric Brewer. Eric Brewer got the Oilers' first goal. Now, do you remember that, or was that a guess? Uh, that was pretty much a guess, but I do remember <laughs> the game. Did you go? No, it was. I, I couldn't make it. Are you going but next week? I did week? watch it. No, I'm not. You going to watch on TV or listen to Chad? Uh, oh, I'm definitely going to watch it. Yeah. But uh, I'm coaching football that day, so I won't be able to. Do you mind if I ask who you coach? Uh, Sylvan Lake Lions. Oh, is this football. Coach Vic? Yeah, it is. Oh, how, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing great. Good. Uh, tough year for the Elks, eh? Oh, yeah. But uh, so much promise. So, so are you, do you blame Jones for not starting Ford earlier, or do you give Jones a do-over because he eventually put him in? I'm going to give him a do-over because he did eventually put him in. But like any coach, I don't. a lot of people don't know what goes on in the dressing rooms before the games and before those decisions are made. So I'm, I'm going to side with him. I still like him as a coach. All right. Stay on the line, and uh, we'll let you know how to get your shirt and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Vic? You betcha. Thanks, Reed. Okay. Well, that was fun. I enjoyed doing trivia every once in a while. We won't overdo it. Uh, the goal scores in order. Zednik, Perot, Yannick Perot, remember him, Brewer. Perot got another one. Uh, Jarrett stole. Then Zednik got another one. Turned out to be the game winner. Steo scored quickly after Zednik, but the Oilers could not tie it up. 4-3 win for the Montreal Canadiens. We'll be talking to some guys who played in that game over the next uh, week and a half uh, on Oilers Now and on Inside Sports. So that was fun. Thanks, guys, for actually having an interest in having a shirt with a canned ham and my face on it. That is all that's on the shirt. <laughs> they're, they're sewing them now in the uh, 630 Ched uh, wardrobe department. We have a garment factory here in the basement in our building. All right. Well, that was fun, everybody. We will tell you what. The Stu Ballantyne interview, we'll play that tomorrow, either on the uh, Face-Off show or on Oilers Now, because he talked about some other things going on next week, and it's important for you guys to know that, too. Just quickly updating the scoreboard here in the baseball game. Just want to make sure I got the latest. Bottom of the sixth, Astros still leading the Rangers 5-2. Senators crush the Capitals 6-1, and the Red Wings lead the Penguins 4-3 with five minutes to go. Dave Campbell's the producer of Inside Sports. Jeff Walker, your studio producer tonight. My name's Reed. Thanks for listening.